back. We're done. We're uh, we're done. I just realized <laughs> as done. I was saying that we're done. I just realized I was like, I don't this know where it. my notebook is, and I usually always have my notebook ready to go for a, an episode. I'm not what cutting this lives? out. We're back. We're here for so another. Like, episode did I just get to the middle of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back uh we we did something different we watched the whole episode first and now we're doing it no no we're not this is first and last uh my name is josh with me i've got joe hey man and birthday jimmy what's up pasta pals that's right all you pasta pals tweet at f and l podcast and wish jimmy happy birthday even though it won't be his birthday when this comes out <laughs> yeah. it, You'll be it was late. his birthday <laughs> when we idiots. recorded it so shame on you for not tweeting us earlier in the week. Happy birthday, Jimmy. But you can make up for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and do that. There's always accept, next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'll accept birthday wishes anytime between now and the next year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you do anything fun for your, for your birthday? Uh, like go outside? <laughs> or uh, go? I, did, I did take the dog for a walk. Um, it was pretty cold. <laughs> um, I had to run into work for a little bit, which was a bummer. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. Um, but you know, so I did. I did do some work today. <laughs> what else? What else? Yeah. And now you're recording a podcast. <laughs> recording a recording a podcast with my bros. Gonna watch some TV in a little bit. So you know, yeah, stick cu- around. I'm cu- I'm curious what Jimmy themed or birthday themed show you picked, but we're not. Oh man, are there birthday themed shows? That doesn't seem like a that doesn't seem like a genre I'd be into. Yeah, it's like this show's just about birthdays. Yeah, just like a just like a roast, just like a birthday roast. I don't know, like a maybe a sitcom where they throw birthday parties. Like that could be interesting. The one about like a like a party down, but only about birthdays, throwing (laughs) birthday parties. I'd watch like, it. I mean, you'd go if I, Jimmy. I said right now, hey, Adam Scott's throwing you a birthday present, a birthday party. You'd go. Oh my gosh, yeah. Vaccinations at the door. Don't worry, it's going to be cool. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, They're celebrities. They got like vaccinations in their like saliva. <laughs> they do vaccinations. Yeah. That's what happens when you're rich. Yeah, you just French kiss Adam Scott on the way in and you get vaccinated. That's how it works. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. So I don't think listeners under uh, that are not in Minnesota, where we are, currently understand how fracking cold it is here currently. Uh, this weekend at some point it was negative 22 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, mm. which is... Mm. That would be, is that 54 degrees below freezing? Yeah. Did I do the math right? Yeah, that's too cold. Way too cold. So that's like non, non-wind chill you're talking? I don't know. I Whatever Google weather said, it said when it said negative 22 when I woke up on Sunday morning. It's, does that include wind chill? Usually you have to scroll down and then it says feels like blah, blah, mm. blah. I didn't do all that. All right. It was cold. Been looking it at was that cold a lot enough. It's plenty cold. <laughs> it's too cold. It, was, it, was, it felt plenty cold where I was at, so I didn't yeah. need to look that up. Uh, but, you know, 
I mean, technically, at the moment, this is a birthday podcast, but that is not the uh, Minnesota Weather Advisory Podcast. Joe, what kind mm-hmm. of podcast is first and last for any new listeners? Uh, we take a TV show and watch just the first episode and then skip right to the end and watch only the last episode. Nothing Completely in original idea. No one else does it. Yeah. No one does it like us. <laughs> that part's because true. we talk about spaghetti and birthdays before. No one banters quite like us. <laughs> no one's got that birthday spaghetti on point like yeah. we do. Birthday um, banter balls, like meatballs, yeah. spaghetti. But I think legitimately, like you're not going to get a perspective. It's not often that you're going to get three people who don't watch TV deciding to make a TV pod. So that's a perspective <laughs> that you're not getting on other podcasts, I think. Usually you have fairness. experts or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in all fairness, I would say that every single time that we've watched a, a show and I have decided to watch it more than now, based on like you know our first and last, I've almost always really enjoyed it and finished it. Mm-hmm. I'm I swear I'm pretty much a hundred percent still going through uh, Man in the High Castle currently. Cool, oh, nice. I'm still going through uh, Buffy, but I'm pretty close. Yeah. Joe, you're still going through Frasier, so <laughs> constantly, constantly working on it. You know, <laughs> three and a half years later. <laughs> Is that right? Joe's only Joe's only it's longer than that. Oh, Joe's wow. only watched the Christmas episodes and the first and last of Frasier, <laughs> but he's watched maybe three seasons. Okay, you're like a third of the way through. I fell off somewhere where like what like Niles and Daphne get together. That's about where I fell off. Oh really? Yeah, I think it's pretty late you made in the it game. A little farther than three, then. Yeah. Okay. You might. That's maybe like five. <laughs> maybe six. Yeah. That reminds me. We're working on a um a friends puzzle. It's like nice. uh, it's that picture. Like, of- you, <laughs> like you borrowed it from somebody, or like. <laughs> No, not like our friends puzzle, like a puzzle with the cast of friends on it. Um, nice. It's that picture where they're all like together, like sipping milkshakes. Um, huh. So it's mostly just like their faces is what the puzzle is. So um, you're, like you're just trying to piece together like whose skin tone is this? Like, is this more <laughs> Joey or is this more Rachel? Oh, my gosh. What are the various whitenesses? Yeah, nineties <laughs> sitcom. Yeah, that'd be a tough. Chandler one. and Monica are very, very similar, so it makes it tough. Hmm. <laughs> How many pieces? A thousand. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Anything under a thousand pieces is a child's play. Get out of here! <laughs> Chil- with that. Children's puzzles. Puzzles. Mm-hmm. Well. Since it was your birthday, Jimmy, yeah. and the weeks also happened to line up, it's yeah. your it's your TV show. <laughs> yeah, I'm super pumped about it, actually. Uh, so I know, you know, we have um, some suggestions, like, floating out there that we still have to do, but this one, uh, this one's for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think if there's any month you can just ignore our listeners as a whole and go with what you want, I think it's your birthday week. I think you get to do that. Nice. I'm pulling that card, and we're going to do Freaks and Geeks. Oh, 
Freaks mm. and or geeks. Freaks. Yeah. Uh, and it was just one season, I guess. Um, pretty famously a bunch of young actors who are now famous adult actors. Um, it, it I, I saw that it was coming up on Hulu a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. And the big deal about it was that uh, they did a lot of work to make sure the soundtrack was intact, which as we know, we've talked mm. about at length on this pod of older shows a lot of times streaming don't have the original soundtracks because they don't have the licenses because those those artists got to get that money, which they should, you know, because Spotify ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> your point oh 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 one cents per song. Um, do you guys have you guys seen this at all? I've definitely seen some of it. I don't. I've never finished it. I've definitely seen this first episode, but God, what happens? Who knows? Um, it's. I mean, like Dave. It's James Franco, um, Busy Phillips, uh, Seth Rogen is the only so, one that I am aware of. Seth Rogen. Yep. Um, what's her name? Uh, Cardellini. What's mm-hmm. what's her What's her first name? Linda. She's a uh, Jimmy. She's a uh, uh, Hawkeye's wife in Marvel, so yeah, that's how um, you know who that is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's Velma in the Scooby Doo movies. <laughs> she's Velma in Scooby Doo. Nice. <laughs> Freddie Prince. Um, isn't uh, the guy from uh, the guy from How I Met Your Mother? Seagull. Jason Seagull. Jason Seagull. Isn't he in this? As oh well? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, all I know, all I really know about this is that it's created by Paul Feig, who uh, most recently uh, is executive producer of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. If you're into that, it's like it's like a pitch perfect meets uh, just like silly comedy drama um, series. And then he wrote and executive produced um, the Lady Ghostbusters. He he directed a bunch of my favorite Office episodes, um, like um, the Olympics, the um, Dinner Party, Goodbye Michael, so you know the hits, and then mm. a bunch of the original run of um, Arrested Development. Mm. So he he's also actually like act like appeared in a, in a bunch of stuff i think he, maybe he puts himself in a lot of his things but uh but yeah he was he like tweeted about this finally streaming because i don't know if it just hasn't maybe it was on something for a little bit but it without its original soundtrack and so they yeah um, maybe i feel like i could have heard it been on like netflix or something back in the day yeah, but maybe. maybe maybe not. I don't know. It could just be I, me I haven't thinking seen wrong. any of this, so I'm I'm super pumped. Oh, awesome! It's good. good. Like in my mind, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's it obviously does not have the feel, and we'll, we'll talk about it later after we watch the first episode. But it obviously doesn't have like the feel of like a Wonder Years by any means. It's not like okay. a young boys coming of age tale in like nice middle America kind of thing, but. It is just like a bunch of young kids, like high school kids, and 
some middle school i think are like younger brothers and whatnot are in it um and and so it's 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 just got that good old time even though it's what is it 1999 is that when it was yeah Mm -hmm. 99 2000 2000, even i mean 20 20 21 years ago or whatever but it's it feels older to me so i'd like to it'd be interesting to know what you guys feel about it but like a couple episodes i've seen i definitely it feels like like it would fit in that like wonder years type feeling so i think it does a good job of of that and maybe maybe uh, i'll i'll think that's not true after we watch it again <laughs> this is just remembering it but i feel like it's got a good like nostalgic feel even though it's in tv terms not technically that old okay i feel like i when i think of this i think of like as we- it weird science that was basically like 80s like version of this perhaps i mean i haven't seen this so i don't know but that's like a bunch of like brat pack like actors weird, isn't it before weird they were so you think what do you think they're gonna like build a fake woman is <laughs> no that, is, is, that or weird wait, is it not weird science what's the one i'm thinking of ah oh. okay. isn't weird science the movie where they build the, the fake woman yeah probably i think i'm thinking <laughs> of um shoot what's this i'm, I'm gonna I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> it's a, it's like a high school, uh, awkward, like coming of age, high school show <laughs> that has a bunch of like brat pack actors in it. Like, or at least the one kid from breakfast club. Uh, yes. You think, I mean, weird science is written and directed by John Hughes. Oh, well, of course it is, because it's from the eighties. That doesn't mean it's anything. Got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It's so, Anthony I... Michael Hall is for sure in the show that I'm we... thinking of. He's in. But... Well, he's in the movie Weird Science. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> this is not helping. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. It sounds like you're talking about Weird Science, but you just <laughs> forgot. The main yeah, point of like the movie, it. <laughs> which is where they built the fake lady. Huh. Huh. Uh, Joe, have you seen any of this show? <laughs> yeah. The the one we're going to watch today, not this phantom one that Jimmy can't remember? Uh, Pretty much the same as you, where I'm pretty sure I've seen the pilot, and then I've seen a few episodes, but I don't think I ever finished it. Okay. Do you have uh, any initial thoughts about it did you like what you had seen or do you remember liking it um so when i watched it it, like it was on dvd and like i feel like i was in high school when i watched it the way god intended it yeah but like weirdly i feel like maybe i didn't appreciate it back then because it was like you know a different high school experience Uh uh-huh um because it was like a more 80s thing where yeah because this takes place in the 80s i believe Mm -hmm. Whereas now that like I'm like 20 years from high school, maybe it'll just be like universally nostalgic for me because like now, like whether it's eighties or early two thousands, it's all just a way long time ago. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I'm interested to see if I have more of a, more of an appreciation for it now than, than I did back then. 
Um, before we get into it as well, uh, first off, this series apparently has appeared in numerous lists of greatest television shows of all time. Ooh. So lots of people like it. Wow. Including lists from Time Entertainment, Weekly, TV Guide, and Rolling Stone. So, you know, some pretty pretty infl- influential uh, periodicals <laughs> enjoyed this TV show. Uh, I mean, Jimmy, what do you think is going to happen in this first episode? Do you want to walk us through a little outline? Um, I think... Um, I assume it's basically... Um, so it's James Franco, right? And Seth Rogen. They're in the show. Yes. Um, so basically I think they're probably going to get really high and (laughs) go try to meet a dictator of a country. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they're freaks or geeks? Ah, man, that's tough. I guess it's a 50, 50 shot. I'm going to go geeks. (laughs) Uh, yeah i don't know i i think i think there's probably some awkward um you know locker room exchange um i don't know i i I think i'm thinking of basically the like the nerds movies like the revenge of the nerds movies okay but with this cast in high school i can see that i think i i think i remember uh linda Carnali- cardellini her character some of the subplot within the episodes relates around i think she has a little or a little brother uh played by john francis daly and then there's he's got friends that are also very no- uh, noticeable and knowing and so I could see them having a weird locker room scene getting picked on or some sort of mega wedgie happening. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. All right. I well, I mean, the word puberty will be mentioned <laughs> almost for surely. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Um, All right. Just another fun note that I read here on the Wikipedia oh, okay. is that yeah. the, um, they, uh who's the guy paul feig feig is it feig i think it's feig i'm not sure um like he wrote a pilot and showed it to judd apatow and he was like that looks great like write another episode and so he wrote a second episode and he was like that looks great let's do both of those in the first episode (laughs) so (laughs) uh, this pilot is kind of a mashup of those um you know first two scripts so I wonder if we'll see kind of like does it will it feel like there's like a break in the middle where it's like there's two distinct plot lines or yeah, find know. out where the commercial break is where the original episode would have ended yeah <laughs> keep our eyes out see if we can identify that, that that'll be a fun one mm-hmm. all right uh, let's get into it let's watch the first episode of Freaks and Geeks unfortunately uh, they just called it pilot nice. uh, blame Judd Apatow for that one. I bet Paul Feig had two different episode names. <laughs> Judd Apatow ruined it with his let's combine them BS. But okay, let's get to it. We'll see you after that. And 
and we're back. We're done with the first episode of Freaks and Geeks. It was called Pilot. Boo. Judd Apatow. Boo. Uh, Jimmy, you have a write-up. <laughs> Why is it Judd Apatow's fault? I just decided it was his fault. He's the EP. <laughs> it's his fault. Uh, okay. A group of high school students in 1980 faces various social struggles. Lindsay Ware... Uh, rebels and begins hanging out with a crowd of burnouts, courtesy of an invitation from Daniel Desario. That's James Franco, right? Mm-hmm. Who? Well, yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Her affiliation with this gang of freaks and her quitting the mathletes worries her family and her friend Millie. Her depression started after her attempt to stop the teasing of a special education student goes terribly wrong and ends in him being injured. Uh, that's partially true. Uh, meanwhile, freshman Sam Weir struggles to find, am I saying, how did I, I said where, and then I said Weir. I think it's Weir. I think it's, it's Weir. Yeah. Okay. Sam Weir struggles to find the courage, not only to confront his and his friends, bully Alan, but also to ask cheerleader Cindy Sanders to the homecoming dance. Which to me, that's those two things—the bully thing and the dance thing. Do you think those are the two plots that that Paul uh, Feig brought to uh, Chet Apatow? <coughs> told him to put them together. I mean, that would that would almost assume that like Sam is in a way the main character of the show. That's a good point. Which. I think almost like the the weir family, the the weir siblings are the main co-main characters essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. you get a little yeah. little bit of freaks, a little bit of geeks. Exactly. <laughs> Lindsay being a freak, mm-hmm. Sam being a geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lindsay's like a she's a pretty new new to the geek scene or new to the new freak to the f- scene. She was a geek. Scene. Yeah, former geek. And so like so, I was saying. So it, this this uh, Wikipedia write up says her depression starts with um with her pushing not pushing Eli, but um at, w- with all all of that going down. She's trying to she asks him out to the to the homecoming dance. Uh, right, it's homecoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like beginning of the year dance, and um. Then some stuff happens with some some kids who are messing with him, and he ends up being offended by her her choice of words, and he falls down, and then she feels bad. But really, this whole other thing she explains to her little brother Sam later, uh, that like started her like kind of trail into the the freakdom, was that she was at her grandmother's like deathbed like like bedside when mm-hmm. she like died for a minute and she told her she told Lindsay grandma told Lindsay that there ain't nothing yeah <laughs> over there anything <laughs> and that's pretty fucked up <laughs> so, so there's some like the show hits some like existential like teen crisis so it's really gonna like fuck up a teenager when your grandma like comes yeah. back and it's like, hey, there ain't nothing. Fuck it. <laughs> she's like busting her butt. She's in the mathletes. She's like, D- 
doing all the extracurriculars and now she's so now she's just like well screw it <laughs> i'm gonna hang out with the with jason seagull right uh i i mean i thought i was gonna like it still and i still like it so that's you know that's my initial thought on the show i thought it was very lighthearted for the most part you know just like silly kids doing silly kid stuff and anytime it got pretty serious like when uh the whole like eli ran away and broke his arm after like she uh, after Lindsay like called him retarded but like not trying to be bad you know kind of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. like that seemed to clear itself up at the end and then even sam neil and bill the the littler kids the like the junior high kids maybe uh they like won over their bully in a way in this episode eventually so like the bully stuff came to be like a triumph for them that was fun and there was a scene in the locker room there was yeah it all kind of ties up at the uh the homecoming dance all of the plot lines kind of tie together at the end there Mm-hmm. love to yeah. see it i mean jimmy you saw this for the first time so what what's up a super into it it was a <laughs> little bit of everything that i love it was like uh you know the outcast teen getting into some shenanigans but also like having some underlying like at existential crisis um totally relate <laughs> uh and then plus just a ton of like feel good stuff i mean even so sam and his buddies they're getting picked on like the whole time there's there's maybe a too long uh dodgeball sequence <laughs> in there but even that's like just fun you know mm-hmm. um and man i did not realize just how many like every single kid went on to do cool things it took me a while to recognize Bill. Yeah, oh, Martin um, Star. Martin Star. It like dawned yeah. on me right towards the end. I don't know what it was. Maybe uh maybe I've seen Martin Star battle a bully, a bully before. I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh maybe in Silicon Valley, I don't know. Um even Eli, you recognize Eli? <laughs> he looked familiar, I, but I didn't know from what. Um, yeah, who's he? I think I think I've seen him in several things because I've thought that about him before, and then looked him up and been like, "Oh yeah, he's Angel in the X Men movies." <laughs> oh. oh really? <laughs> in, in in specifically uh, the Last Stand, which did not do well <laughs> and is not a great film, but I stand by it. Um, who else? Um. Sam Levine's in a bunch of random stuff. That's Neil Schweiber uh, as the character. He's in not another teen movie. He's basically this this same exact character, only like three <laughs> years older. <laughs> just yeah, just constant geek. Um, John Francis Daly. I don't uh, know him from a lot of stuff, but he who is plays in Bones. Sam Weir. Yeah. He's a, I don't know why I just, I feel like I just watched this movie. Like it was one of those, 
it was definitely one of those uh like hey it's it's still covid i guess i'll watch a movie that came out forever ago he's in he's the new waiter in wait the movie waiting the, oh yes yes the ryan reynolds like uh dane cooks like a gross like cook he's he's like the main character in waiting it's re- so that movie is pretty pretty funny um then obviously you have the like three stooges if the stooges were dicks and that's james franco and seth rogan who you're just like apparently just supposed to hate this kid <laughs> he's just a jerk <laughs> like everything even though like just the way he says what he says is he's just kind of a dick and then um Jason Siegel, did I say him? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's uh, he seems kind of smitten with Lindsay, which I have predicts about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely does. He also owns too many drums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it's the eighties. Like I think I think it's I think it's actually officially too many drums. I thought my kit was too big in high school. I had like a five piece or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um uh Biff from <laughs> from uh Back to the Future that's, is in this. That's who the coach was. Is he the, the gym teacher? Yeah, yeah, the gym teacher. Thomas I F. was like Wilson. Who is that guy? And it yeah, makes there we go. It's totally Biff. Also Goldberg. Oh, I wrote Goldberg huge. It was like Reminded. fucking Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty exciting. I'm pretty hype about Goldberg. I hope he's in the last one. I hope he's a reoccurring character in the background. Um. Oh, yeah. And the bully. You guys recognize the bully, Alan? Dude, I couldn't I couldn't place him either. I was like, I'm, I'm just looking at this scrawny ass kid bullying just slightly <laughs> scrawnier <laughs> kids. And I'm yeah. just like, someone needs to push him over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's uh. well, he's squints in the sandlot um <laughs> so he up. was ultimate bullied kid back in the day then yeah he really you know turned it around i'm sure that yeah, happens I did all not, the time i did not catch that he was squints that's for sure i'm sure he's been lots of things since then but that's the thing i recognize him from forever so you're it. So you don't even want to watch the last episode. You just want to naturally go through the entire show now. Uh, and... Yeah, that's cool, right? It's my birthday, so you got to do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, we'll be here. We'll be here for another seventeen hours, listeners. Come on a ride with us. Yeah, that's kind of the other thing is I really assume that this was just going to be like a twenty-three minute show, like just a straight up like sitcom. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's got a possibility. It's 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 fun. It's got the like it makes the adults kind of dumb, you know, a little bit. Like when they're at dinner, like the weirs are at dinner. The mom's like, "Are you guys going to the dance? You should go." Mm-hmm. And then the dad's like, "Oh, are you doing something weird? Because uh, I heard you know what happened to a girl in high school who started smoking. She died. <laughs> and then yeah, everybody. You know, died. he's like he's like that. He's like, oh, there was a girl in high school who got pregnant." And then on like uh, graduation day, yeah, she did crack and she died. Yeah. <laughs> Even brought Just in that, JF- like, JFK as an example about like you know who else didn't prepare JFK? 
<laughs> just all over the place. Uh, yeah. If if someone yeah, eventually in this episode, if if someone died, he hit he brought it up and <laughs> tried to twist it into whatever argument he was right. making, and then uh, Lindsay finally calls him out on it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I skipped class and nobody died. <laughs> and then she danced with Eli. And then she danced. Yeah. Why is everyone making fun of Eli? He seems he's like a generally happy, nice kid. It just kids are mean. Yeah, yeah. kids are kids are mean. Exactly. Kids are, I mean, it. I, the answer is kids are just mean. That's, that's <laughs> it. it was pretty. It's like uh, you just remembered mid sentence. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah oh yeah sorry I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah kids suck it was it was pretty traumatizing to see um goldberg be one of those kids though you know yeah he's he's not he's supposed to be one of the good guys yeah man goldberg's not supposed to do bad stuff he's supposed to just block the pucks and help the team win block the knuckle pucks yeah goldberg ain't never letting no knuckle pucks in so Goldberg does. <laughs> Instead of being a good Berg, he was a bad Berg. Um. Oh, and then there is a busy. I think the only other character we didn't really talk about was Busy Phillips. Uh, uh, her name was Kim. Oh yeah. In the show, she was like the girl in the 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 freaks group mm-hmm. that was kind of around, and she definitely is like not cool with Lindsay being around at least in this episode yeah threatened by a new person in the group yeah and then she also knows she's like you were a nerd geek before why are you trying to be with us Mm -hmm. you can't be cool yeah she's she's straight up mean i mean and she's like a an imposing like lady too like she's like much bigger like taller than like linda Mm -hmm. cardellini is yeah (laughs) cardellini is like a little person yeah, she's tiny. So yeah. I I feel like I remember them like having like a off and on like they don't. It's kind of hard to pinpoint like are they friends or is like Kim just mean mm-hmm. <laughs> or what kind of mm-hmm. like for the couple episodes that I've seen. It seems like she was giving uh she was seeing Lindsay dance with Eli at at homecoming and was like oh well that's kind of you know seemed like she was she's been like okay maybe she's having a change of heart <laughs> maybe this girl is a nice person and i'm i'm oh my, my heart's my heart's black <laughs> am i the mean person <laughs> oh my god i'm a mean girl <laughs> i thought i was the victim <laughs> uh yeah i mean the the whole show ended in like a really like solidly positive think sam was dancing with cindy Lindsay was dating dancing with eli yeah yeah kim was what finding out that she's evil and was seemingly okay with that uh yeah i couldn't help but smile through that whole ending sequence um i mean sticks was playing yeah with with the the come sail away in in the background like that's one of those things where like you had to get the music cue right and like get the rights right for like use that song because it's like nothing else would fit there yeah could right. you imagine if it was just like i don't know like a cover of the song yeah. or some uh-huh. weird thing or a, just a different song that they try to put because it was like 
the the until the song like kind of gets going it it feels like a slow it's a slow dance song yeah, and uh-huh. it's you know it's sam trying to get cindy to like dance slow dance with him and then right when he gets her out there it like starts yeah it goes into the rocking so part no, and they start like yeah, fast and, dancing and you can <laughs> and tell he he's panics. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of emotion in like the like quick split second that you see his face where he just like he like panics. He's also sad that like he didn't get this slow dance moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then also he's like trying to still like be cool and roll with the punches. What do I do with my feet? I Don't loved all the one. Sam Cindy stuff, like when he was asking her to the dance. Uh, and she said she already had a date, but like she would save him a dance, and he says something like, oh, "Okay, like uh, that could be good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm into Sam. Yeah, a lot of the like geek stuff just like really tickled my funny bones. <laughs> it really hit me in the right spot. <laughs> the uh, the soundtrack through the whole show too is, is it is excellent i can't imagine them having streamed this without it mm-hmm. right well and the the theme song's joan jet right bad bad reputation mm-hmm. so i mean that's oh, even, yeah. that's great <laughs> copyright strike on our <laughs> we haven't cleared the rights yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't hey don't worry uh uh, overlords joan, joan jet totally said that was cool that i could <laughs> checks in the mail royalties yep. it, it and it doesn't like it i mean obviously it's set in the 80s but it maybe it's just like 2000 and 1999 2000 is long enough like tv is still in sd so it even makes it feel even older to me <laughs> mm-hmm. so it, it just feels like the 80s like i feel like they just they did a good job with the set design and all the stuff and whatnot, but then also just because TV was just shitty enough still in like 1999, 2000, mm-hmm. that it feels even older because everything is in 4K now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe they, uh, maybe they use some sort of a technique of some old, using some old film or something. Look it up. Analog. Yeah. Um, before we get into predictions, there was this kind. This show kind of had a weird run in a way, where the show ran for eighteen episodes, but three were never aired on NBC. Ooh. Um, and they weren't seen until they were on. Apparently, the show ran in on Fox Family in two thousand, but. Luckily, so so right now, all 18 episodes are, I believe, all 18 are on Hulu. Uh, and they're all in the cr- the, cr- the order of the cr- in chronological order of the storyline. Uh, but the last episode that we're going to watch is not one of those three. So it doesn't, we don't have mm-hmm. to make any decision, at least, <laughs> hmm. you know, about what to do. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah, so it's the last intended episode, and it's also the last of the original run. Oh, so correct. That's Wikipedia good. and Hulu are in agreement of the last episode. Mm-hmm. And do we know? Was this? I mean, this show obviously is one season, eighteen episodes. 
was it always meant to be just like one ep- season kind of thing or were they trying what did it get canceled or was just kind of um i think it was just canceled like they just didn't have the viewers yeah. oh yep but the series was canceled after 12 had aired there we go i read it now mm-hmm. 18 episodes were completed it was canceled after 12 which oh. which that is then six episodes that were but yeah a, they persuade oh they persuaded nbc to broadcast three of the remaining six with the rest unaired until they went to the fox family channel oh. so um that i don't know sense. if any of my predictions are necessarily too finale based but they kind of are potentially so it's i feel like they're more of a season one uh finale solidness all right. Let's hear. Uh, oh, okay. I'll do mine right now. Uh, number one, I think Lindsay embarrasses someone publicly. <laughs> we'll know. We'll know it when we see it. She I just think has she a embarrasses for it. <laughs> uh, public and also, I would say publicly would include a gathering of three or more. Okay. Just, just so we can get that out of the way, if it happens. I think Ken and Daniel and Nick all smoke drugs. <laughs> okay. Um, I think Sam kisses Cindy. Ooh. Yep. And my final one, I think there is a blimp or a thousand balloons in a scene. <laughs> or a thousand balloons? <laughs> one thousand. Yep. If they there's so be. many balloons that you can't quite count that many, I I would I'm gonna just go with that counts as a thousand balloons. Are you saying well, because, in essence, a thousand balloons could be like a flotation device, could become a blimp, in some form. So these need to be helium-filled balloons. I would assume they are not on the ground. Okay. <laughs> you're making the rules birthday boy (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like you got like a balloon drop you know a balloon drop like if they did if they were at a homecoming dance but if they drop those balloons balloons are falling sure i'm not counting them but also you're not floating away in them yeah 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 i get that but if they drop them and they all stay on the ceiling then i get that point (laughs) Yeah, okay, I'll give that to you. All right, those are my four. Cool, I could go. Um, my first one, I think I might just be, like, personally wishing for warmer weather because I had the thought that I bet there's a scene at a public pool uh, in the finale. Maybe you were you thinking the bully <laughs> nice. is going to kiss the lifeguard after pretending <laughs> to drown? Exactly that it was just like yeah subliminally weaved into my head by that that actor um so that's number one uh next one i have i think another show recently i'd predicted like a weird um whatchamacallit i think just last week did we do fuller house last week yep yep um i had predicted a like weird like puberty 
um like growth like one of the kids like gets taller all of a sudden oh yeah yeah um so similarly i think that um one of the 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 geek kids has uh you know some puberty issues and i think that neil has a beard (laughs) (laughs) okay just like a 14 year old with a full like a 14 year old preteen beard yeah so like (laughs) he's like touching like three hairs and he's talking about it yeah you know like like a beard that i would grow yeah (laughs) (laughs) um there were parts of this especially like the geek stuff that kind of reminded me of super bad and i think uh in kind of a precursor to super bad i think that someone has a fake id with a comically bad name Uh, like comically bad fake name on it i'm so into that yeah mclovin (laughs) yeah exactly um and then we had mentioned how all the like fables that mr weir says uh end with someone dying i think that by the end here mr weir dies oh god oh, <laughs> oh harsh i, I just watched just, like, him rang that bell too much oh no yeah i just i just watched a movie with mick lovin in it and he was the most un mick lovin character huh. bummer I mean, it was still kind of great because it was like, that's McLovin. And then I was like, oh, you're not being comedy just at a, all. Just like a real stand-up guy. Just he was really not being a stand-up guy all business. Uh, either. Oh. <laughs> I would I'm consider him not being a good guy. He's a sit-down guy. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he sat down the whole time. Uh, I would love for someone to say that about me. He's a real sit-down guy. Okay, I can go. Um, I just had a thought that there's a character we never mentioned, which is um, the teacher, Jeff something. Mm-hmm. That yeah. seems like he's kind of, he's, he's trying to be this kind of like conscious, the, the conscience character kind of for Lindsay, some sort of spiritual guide along her. So I'm wondering if he's some um, sort of a, uh, what's the neighbor in Home Improvement? <laughs> Wilson? Well, uh, he's some some kind of some kind of Wilson vibe throughout <laughs> this. I hope so. I didn't I didn't think about that till just now. Um, I have number one. I think Lindsay and Nick, who is Jason Siegel. I think they're full full on um, established full on an item in this finale okay um i think uh neil sam's friend has a little gf Um, all right i can see that that he's uh he's all about because of his beard (laughs) because he's growing a little scraggly beard it's very manly (laughs) I think Sam wins a fight because he totally missed his own showdown with Alan and all his, where all his friends are going to stand up with him and mm-hmm. they all fight him and he shows up afterwards. So I think in this one, Sam finally w- wins a fight. Um, then my last one is that I think we end where we began at some sort of dance, probably proms like the last the last one of the year right 
So yeah. I think yeah, it's like think a, a full circle, full cycle. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see it. So Especially, uh, was that all four? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that one going correctly. As I now look at the last, the title of the last episode, we'll see what happens. But it's called Discos and Dragons. So. Nice. We'll see what happens. So, so this says it aired July 8th with these other three. Mm-hmm. But you're saying this is supposed to be the last one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because they just, they like skipped a bunch of episodes and then they just kind of dumped the last three episodes or whatever. And then, but there's like three in the middle that never aired until later. Okay. So, it. yeah, it is the true ending. Nice. Prom. One ending Prom. to rule them prom. all. Prom. <laughs> Maybe prom. Maybe. Well, let's find out. Let's find out together. We'll be back after the finale of Freaks and Geeks called Discos and Dragons. We'll see you after that. And we're back. Disco sucks. We're done with the finale of Freaks and Geeks. It was called Discos and Dragons. Do you have a write-up, Jim? I do. By chance, Lindsay and the Freaks find out that Nick has been dating Sarah, and she has been teaching him to dance for an upcoming disco competition. Daniel, afraid of uh, failing another test, is caught trying to pull the fire alarm. As punishment, he is forced to join the audio-visual club. The geeks respond to his presence coldly at first, but they later invite him to a game of Dungeons and Dragons. As a result of Lindsay's outstanding grades, she receives an invitation to an academic summit at the University of Michigan, taking place for two weeks during the summer. However, she is unsure of whether she wants to attend. Instead, she pretends to leave for Ann Arbor on a bus she disembarks at the next stop where she and Kim meet up with two classmates and leave for a series of Grateful Dead concerts in Colorado. And the credits roll. And they were never heard from again. <laughs> it didn't It didn't really feel like a season, a season finale or a series finale up until like what the last 2 minutes of the show. Yeah, yeah, where she gets on the bus. That's pretty much... Yeah. Because otherwise yeah, it's I... like, uh, you know, that weird mid-season episode where, you know, James Franco is hanging out with the geeks. <laughs> right. And they were talking about her, like, academic, <clears throat> uh, like, two-week vacation thingy that she was gonna go do as if it was, like, later in the summer. And, if <laughs> like... They didn't make it sound like they were near summer yet because like James Franco's character, Daniel, he had to like be in AV for the rest of the year. And the way Mm -hmm. the timeline felt, it was like, was that was that two weeks? Like, was that it? Or (laughs) like, was that it was the last day of school that day? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it seemed interesting that it seemed like some roles roles were being slightly reversed. And that people were warming up to said roles near the end. Like, people were growing, potentially, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Jason Siegel now liking Disco. Lizzie Kaplan. And oh, Lizzie yeah. Kaplan yeah. was in it too. <laughs> now also liking Lizzie Kaplan as well. <laughs> um, yeah, this is but, this is her first uh, credit on IMDb, Freaks and Geeks. Every time I see her, I'm, I always go, your mom's chest hair. Yeah. Or your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's her. She does not age, seemingly. She looks the same to me in this as she does in whatever the most recent thing I saw her was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, I feel definitely... like the same for uh, for Jason Siegel too. When yeah. I saw him the in the first episode, I was like, man, he looks like like I, I would have thought he would have looked like younger or scrappier or something, but it's just like fully formed Marshall from. <laughs> <laughs> from himium <laughs> yeah he's just kind of always been a baby face mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. um and then another one obviously is i mean the 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 geeks grew a little bit i mean they they showed uh i guess they showed like mercy on daniel and invited him in to his they made the the best of a worse situ- a bad situation and was like there's an invader in our safe zone mm-hmm. and they were like well let's in, just invite him. I thought maybe that like Sam seeing him try was gonna like make him try to be nice to him, but then the uh, that random kid just like invited him like two minutes later kind of thing. Yeah, mm. and then they just invited him and he played and he was like this was fun and I was like yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting, unexpected plotline, I think, that, so, like, they, you know, there's the thing with Daniel joining the AV club because he's forced, and, like, he's, like, trying and, like, but not really getting it at first, and then it takes a turn into him joining the D&D thing, which feels like almost, like, a separate episode. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, And, yeah, the D&D part was interesting because it's, like... Uh, like Sam early in the episode was like sick of being called a geek and didn't want to play D and D with them because it's like geek stuff. Um, but seeing Daniel like give it a shot made him like kind of like, you know, accept it. Like even if it I is think, a little geeky, I think him, Daniel like saying, yeah, sure, whatever I'll come. And then mm-hmm. in the, in the end, like, his friends liking him doing it and Daniel very obviously like having a good time and being mm-hmm. like, do you want to do it again tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think it, it's like a, you're breaking down. Like I think maybe Sam was just like, Oh, you can just kind of do whatever you want. And you're just, as long as like you enjoy it, then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it was like a young kids, like I'm sick of being called a geek learning that like, Oh, maybe there isn't geeks. <laughs> you yeah. know, or maybe that's just like, you know, that's someone else's problem if they think that what I'm doing is geeky. Like, yeah. Well, before and before that, they had the AV teacher being like describing. <laughs> I, I think not not too convincingly, but still trying to describe to the the geeks mm. in AV club of like, oh, the jocks they're cool now. But like after high school, they're not cool anymore. <laughs> they blow and out then he's their like, knee. And, and now I'm having a great time. And it's like, yeah, but you're just an AV teacher. So are you? <laughs> also, that was Steve Higgins, who is 
well, he was like the announcer guy on Jimmy Fallon when, you know, shows weren't in quarantine. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's on it anymore. Um, but he, he's also been a writer on SNL for like forever, I think. He just he's a he's kind of a kind of a big name now. Hmm. Just random AV familiar. teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Probably seen him uh making snarky comments on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, one so last had... thing of, I was gonna say one last thing about yeah. the uh Daniel hanging out with the geeks thing is that uh it just is kind of funny to me that like the uh like the the whole freak cast is like adults like the <laughs> yeah. carnalini is like 24 james franco's 21 um like seth rogan and J- jason siegel are like the two youngest and they're like 17 and 19 so they're that's like around the age that they're supposed to be hmm. but like the geeks like those three boys are like they're they really like are 13 and 14 year olds playing 13 and 14 year olds nice and so it's just funny to see like like james franco with them and they're supposed to be like high school peers <laughs> but it's clearly like an adult hanging out with kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he just yeah looks it's so like someone's different it definitely yeah. is like someone's older brother home from college like hanging out <laughs> yeah. with like the kids that are around because he's like ah mm-hmm. Well, I'm home from college. No one's back yet, so I'll hang out with you twerps <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I, I like say I that... mean, No, you can go. How dare you? How dare <laughs> <Go>. you? Go. <laughs> Birthday. <laughs> so we had, like, some growth from some Sam's. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe I am the cool guy doing this stuff. And you He's also not. saw, like, the, the <laughs> like, existential moment from, like, the pilot in of Lindsay was it to this finale was like for me was Daniel being like I can't do this like school stuff like I've been cheating my way through kid I've been cheating on isn't here to take this test and I'm gonna flunk it and retake high school or something but then (laughs) then he gets he's gonna pull the fire alarm he gets caught he gets punished goes to AV sucks at he doesn't know how to run the like video uh for the classrooms and then sam walks in on him on accident like in in the av room like in the manual like figuring this shit out like like yeah like studying. i was wondering if he's yeah if he's doing some you know he he's doing some growing for sure on too and maybe he's like a he's they were going to push like he's like a, he's like a hands-on learner, you know, he's going to go be a engineer or mechanic or something and mm-hmm. like have some have some growth and have some um gain some self-worth. Mm-hmm. We find out that Daniel picks up some sort of like craft or trade and makes more money than everybody else in that <laughs> world, you know. <laughs> It's like I found yeah. out I liked electronics, yeah. so I became a, like an uh, electrician engineer, and now I have tons of money because I do very specific things. And play D and D. He played D and D with geeks one day. <laughs> he invents. Yeah, Daniel Co- invents the Tamagotchi. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
That yeah, I feel like this show, doesn't it? I don't know. But I feel like what, from what I remember <laughs> of the episodes, I thought that they had hinted that the Daniel character is like smarter than he like puts on. That he mm. kind of like dumbs down his personality. Yeah, I could see that too. For sure. He's the oh. cool guy. He's got to look cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if this is because it was just like the last episode of this show, but this got one of the higher ratings on IMDb. This episode specifically got 9.3. Interesting. Out of uh, 10, I assume. And the show Ooh. as a whole with 129,000 votes is at an 8.8 out of 10. Nice. There was apparently like a, a sort of reboot called undeclared with uh they tried to get a bunch of the characters but really only got like seth rogan and then some of the other characters kind of trickled in and then that also got canceled oh was it supposed to be like them in college yeah yeah i've heard good things about that too i'd watch that (laughs) i'd watch all this (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah what do you what do you what's your what's your thoughts on in the whole jimmy you picked this show are you into it i mean you're gonna watch 16 whole more episodes i mean i i i think i definitely will i will say the finale to me wasn't as as compelling as the pilot i guess mm-hmm. um but you know they were they were they were learning things along the way, you know. Friends become enemies, enemies become friends. Men become wolves, literally. People do disco. <laughs> Jason Siegel has an entire uh, disco dance solo. You should probably check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the guy that goes after him just looks like Disco Stew from. Yeah, absolutely. From The Simpsons, and then was is not is doing less dancing than he is magic almost zero dancing <laughs> he's just doing magic and everyone's like he's, he's so clearly, good yeah, it's like he's, he's not dancing the dance <clears throat> contest Siegel in all f- that in all, yeah in all fairness jason siegel didn't know that he was allowed to do magic and if he did i bet <laughs> he would do better that's not <laughs> dancing it's a totally different <laughs> form yeah, we can all agree that dancing and magic are different, right? Are we agreeing right now? Hands in the middle, all three of us. One, two, three. Dancing sounds magic. No, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seen some good dance magic. You guys really <laughs> made me look like a fool there. <laughs> um. Thanks. Yeah, but. I'm interested. Um, I feel like it hits that sweet spot of like, especially with it only being one season of like just a show, just like being itself. It's clearly, it's clear that they had a vision and wanted to do just like this very like naturalistic high school show of like what they remembered probably when they were growing up. Yeah. And that in combination of the show, not, getting viewers and so the network just sort of letting them do like whatever 
because like we're not going to renew the show anyway so just do whatever you want <laughs> it's it's that like kind of like throw caution to the wind we're failing anyway let's just do whatever we want that like uh, like community was like that in a few seasons too we're like they're pretty sure they're gonna get canceled so it's just like let's make some weird episodes um <laughs> that like is just it's fun to watch because you just get to see someone just make a show that they think is just going to be good regardless of if they care if anyone's watching or not. Hmm. Yeah. And Man, yeah, so I could, I could roll through that show again. <laughs> uh, one other interesting thing is it's, a, there's not that many episodes and there is like the, the, the main cast itself is obviously as of today, extremely star studded. And then mm-hmm. if you look on the list of guest stars and cameos that happened in this show, Ooh. there's, I mean, just to name literally just a few that are listed, Rashida Jones, um, Shia LaBeouf, uh, <laughs> Ben Stiller, and Jason Schwartzman are in it. And then mm. there's a couple other people as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Steve, I mean, yeah, Steve Higgins was is listed on here too, Jimmy. Of course. Um there's a couple other people. I really want to see the Jason Schwartzman episode. He, yeah. according to this, he plays a student dealing in fake IDs. Oh mm. man, I could totally and, see that. And Shia LaBeouf is Herbert, the school mascot. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so nice. I, everything about all of those things also just it seems great to me. So yeah, I think I've seen maybe the first two or three episodes of the show, but I've never dived farther in, but this is uh, getting me interested. So I, I would say potentially after I'm done with man in the high castle, cause uh, <laughs> I got, got to keep going. Nice. Uh, I, I might dive into this. Yeah. I have about uh, a half a season left of, of uh, Buffy. And then, you know, I'll be looking for another 44 minute show. Cause you're not going to dive right into one. angel. Uh, I've been keeping up with Angel too, but now that Buffy's in its last season, it's it's really rolling. It gets so ridiculous in the last season, and it, I thought there'd be more crossover. They started with some crossover, and then they just kind of stopped. So I don't feel like I need to watch it like chronologically, as it was aired. Oh, you were you were doing the like watch two Buffy episodes, and then you watch like the. T- two angels to make sure that like everything's oh, yeah. in line oh yeah of course yeah please it's dedication it's dedication joe doesn't have while watching tv amateur. tell you that right now <laughs> can't do it <laughs> i was uh, pretty any- sure joe had checked out of the podcast by now actually <laughs> <laughs> he left uh, i guess he gets zero points in predictions uh <laughs> just like me it looks like um i went first last time so i guess i'll go first this time Uh, my four were Lindsay embarrasses someone publicly that didn't happen if anything she was very very nice to everyone for the most part she's a pretty nice lady uh my other one was ken dan daniel and nick smoke drugs I saw no drugs out of any of those people. Yeah, very oh. clean. <laughs> yeah, wholesome. 
Wholesome I group. was ready. I made that prediction, and I was prepared to fight for point three three points for each drug smoke <laughs> that I saw by the two, and I didn't even get a single one. So Siegel actually said that he is clean, specifically. He definitely was not in real life doing the smack. I don't know. That's allegedly. Um, number three, Sam kisses Cindy. And they said in the hallway that they are no longer dating. So they were dating at some point. I bet they smudged. So number one, good for Sam. Number two, bad for me. And then number four, a blimp or a thousand balloons. Jimmy, you can't fight me on this one. There was no balloons. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I guess I'll uh, I guess I'll take zero points. Try and stop me. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Well, then zero. Um, I had none as well. I had a scene at a public pool. Uh, Neil has a beard. Um, <laughs> someone has a fake ID and Mr. Weird Eyes. We, yeah. we should have watched the Shia LaBeouf episode. I guess we yeah, would have got guess. fake IDs. Could have been close. Could have been close. Um. Yeah, and Mr. Weird Eyes. Maybe this stuff would have happened in like season two or something. For sure. (laughs) Definitely some ideas to work with there for the reboot of Freaks and Geeks. Man, that would cost so much money now. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay, so I had, I think zero as well. Lindsay and Nick are not together, although it's clear that they were and that Nick still wishes he was. Neil doesn't seem like he has a girlfriend. Um, Sam did not get in a fight. And there was no, uh, there was, I, I said there was like a dance, but I, I was, I meant like a school dance like mm-hmm. in the first episode and that's uh that we got a lot of disco dancing <laughs> from lizzie kaplan and, and some Jason disco magic Siegel. and some yeah i guess no roller skates though well, so big letdown yeah shame what a, shame. a nice fro from uh seth rogan though it's good mm-hmm. he seth wasn't Rogan's quite character- as much of a dick in this he was kind of a huge dick in this. What do you mean? I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, he was definitely a guy. Yeah, he was definitely a big dick. But like in the first <laughs> episode, I would argue he was more of a dick. Maybe he was just a less dimensional dick in the first episode. He, he was a. I mean, <laughs> he was a very directional dick in this one. He was only <clears throat> like a dick towards Nick. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because he actually cared about. Nick. yeah because his heart hurt because he missed Seemingly. his best friend <laughs> yeah yeah and he's pretending he likes disco just to try to make Lindsay jealous um which kind of seemed like it actually did right at the end when Lindsay was <laughs> leaving <laughs> but she didn't look back no nope, i don't know in on. the first episode every single line of his was just like uh, just sarcasm and the look on his face was just the same every time mm-hmm. of I'm being an asshole now. <laughs> yeah. That's just, I don't that's just Seth Rogen about you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's just like Maybe. the bratty kid version of Seth Rogen. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree with you. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's that's Freaks and Geeks. We say watch it, uh, listeners. Watch <laughs> the Freaks. Of approval. Watch the watch first the and geeks. last. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Or all of it, I guess, if you want to be weird about it. Uh, if you want, you can give us show suggestions at Podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter. We got a couple in the pipeline, but, you know, Jimmy had to have a birthday, so we had to do a Freaks and Geeks one. But keep them, keep uh, keep those uh, those requests coming, and we'll keep watching those shows if we can find them. Uh, if you're on some sort of, uh, you know, audio podcast app or whatever, and you want to rate us five stars, subscribe. That'd be cool. We'd appreciate it. And we'll see you next week for another First and Last. Goodbye. I got a I got a bag of Cheetos on my desk. <laughs>